You're gonna have to cut this part out. This part? This part is the is the cut part. We'll leave this part in. Yeah? Yeah, why not? This will be our intro our pre intro intro. This will be before the music. This is just us seven. Will there be music? I have a power aid. Yeah, we're gonna get nerds. Oh cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna have a power aid. You have your uh, diet Pepsi cherry. We're coming down from uh Tuesday evening because that's how we live apparently. Mm -hmm. And uh here we fucking go. Hey everyone, and welcome to Aptly Named. I am Steve. I'm Colin. And this is our podcast, and it's Aptly Named. It is. That's the best name we could come up with for a podcast where we talk about whatever. Well, it's apt, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it is Aptly Named. Sure. So, it makes sense that we're named Aptly Named. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we named ourselves Aptly yeah. because that's well, the way we're named. We're named. Yeah. So, Aptly, I would say. I, I would hope so. At least adequately. That would that would be a good alternative name. Adequately named. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to try to set us a bar above. You know, <laughs> keep us keep us on the cutting edge. Like we're for par at least. Yeah. Well, that, no. that's fair. Is Ad- that apt? Well, that's adequate is for par. Oh yeah. No. So what's apt? Apt is like apt is good. It's like we're like one over par. We are named very precisely. <laughs> we are we are we are birdie we got good boys. Names. We are birdie birdie and eagle boys mm. as far as par is concerned. Nice. Do you think fish have names that they call each other? I think dolphins and whales do. Yeah, they they call a lot. They yeah. have a lot of audible noises to us. But I don't I mean, think fish do. I think that fish can't communicate. I don't. I don't think fish really. Well, I don't know. It's it's so. When you like observe things, it sometimes it kind of looks like they're interacting, but then you're like, well, that could just be me personifying. Yeah, it. it's hard not to anthropomorphize. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. It's 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 an interesting like concept to think about like how close animals are. How do you think a dolphin gets their name? Do you think the parents, how did we get our names? Do you think the parents? Yeah, it's just it's just what people so? start calling them to like like maybe it's something they do. I, I mean, Native I'd American like to... cultures used to do do it off of like think something that happened in the child's like growing up period. Right, I guess. Right, right. I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to think like the dolphin once the dolphin comes of age, so they're like eighteen. But the dolphin version, mm-hmm. which I don't know what that is, when they're non-adolescents anymore, and and their parents are like, okay, you can now go freely into the world, and you can portray to everyone else out there who you want to be, and just tell them all exactly, you know, what you want to convey to the mm-hmm. to the world. So so just let us know, and they're like, yeah, I want to be Bart. <laughs> Bart. <laughs> is that what they sound like? Bart. I don't even know. I can't. That's a goat. That was a goat that was a named goat. Bart. That was a goat. I wonder if goats and them have names. Goats, goats get names. Goats, goats are powerless. Goats, goats are given they names. They just kind of bray. Just kind of hang out and go bah. You know? Goats are. Oh my god, I love goats. Goats are so cute. You could destroy every goat in the world with no issue, except for maybe like big mountain rams. Nothing's yeah, gonna I don't come know, man. You. I've seen some aggressive goats. Nothing's gonna come after you. I've been on some farms and some gro- goats that are kind of dicky. I mean, they're not, they're not some dickheaded goats. Okay, let's say here hypothetically, mm-hmm. let's say you're working for your nation's government and they have the capacity to be able to fund you to lead a team of highly trained goats. Every no, every <laughs> <laughs> that's scenario B. Scenario <laughs> okay. A. Is, a team of humans trained specifically 
to d- exterminate the goat species. Ooh. You just have to go out and kill every <laughs> single goat. So I, but then B is like a suicide squad, but for, oh, goats. for the goats, yeah. <laughs> we teach them to exterminate their own kind. <laughs> oh man, yeah, traitor goats. That's what those are. Traitor goats. He was a traitor goat. He said, see you later, goat. <laughs> you wasn't that enough for <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of goats. I think they're mean. I think they're cute. They're cute. Did you ever see the young ones when they, like, jump on, on oh, something yeah. else and, like, kick them away? I love jumping goats. I mean, they're cute, but they're you can tell they're dicks, in my opinion. They're like donkeys, you yeah, know? I suppose. They're just they're too they're too smart for their own good of what think, they are in our society. You know I don't know think I mean? I've had enough close up. Com- uh, I don't think close I've had encounter. enough close up interactions with goats to be able to determine exactly if I like <laughs> them in reality or just as cute little pictures with their tongues sticking out because those are so cute. <laughs> cute. Did you ever play Goat Simulator? No. Did you ever see it? The gameplay of it? I believe so. It's really funny. Yeah, it looks interesting. Kind of fly around as a goat. Aren't you supposed to kill people? You can do whatever you want. It's like a sandbox (laughs) game. But yeah, you can. It's really funny. You're just a goat and you have a tongue and it like sticks you on things. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, goats are... They're derpy looking. They're vulnerable. Yeah. You could take down goats. I love goats. I don't want this to happen. Please. I want that to be clear. I I, I wish for goats to reign forever. <laughs> reign supreme. supreme. I really, if if the there was an apocalypse right now and all the goats uprising. survived, that'd be pretty neat. The great goat uprising of 2018. Planet of the Goats. Oh, wow. Man. <laughs> that movie was bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What about cows? I'm a fan of cows. I think they're really smart. Do you ever just, like, hang out with a cow? No, I apparently I didn't. I have, don't have like a deliverance style upbringing <laughs> like you do. Sorry about I that. I mean, I lived in like a really like close to the country area. I guess. Relatively rural Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, it was in the Pennsylvania. So, but yeah, I mean, cows are cool because they're just like big old dogs. Hmm. And it kind of makes me sad that red meat is like my favorite meat, <laughs> but cows are awesome. They have I best know, friends. I was just going to say that. Yeah. You scooped my facts. I'm sorry. You scooped it out from under me. I am now factless. Wait. Four stomachs. Bang. Ooh, shit, you're right. Recovery. But, yeah. It's actually just one four-chambered stomach, isn't it? It's like a big intestine. It's like how we have like big and small intestines. It's like that, but four times. So it's like different sizes gotcha, of intestines. Gotcha. Okay. I think. I might be wrong. I think there's one chamber that's like a curd chamber, though. I saw a cow give birth once. Oh really? Like live? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was at um. It was at the fair. It just yeah it just happened. Yeah, the timing worked out. I guess. Wow. I mean, they probably have dozens and dozens of cows and get, try to get them all pregnant around that time. It was you know early summer or no early August, so toward the so end got, of summer. You got to experience the miracle of birth. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. It was pretty cute. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was like, Nothing I was, we, you were really rooting for the cow, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. there's no antagonist in that story. Yeah, you just, just want it to go, go, go well. Yeah. It you, seemed to go well. That's good. I just remember that it was a girl. And the, a few what, the, people in the audience kept yelling out, push! But the farmers were like, nah, 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 you're going to you freak stress her out. Her out. Yeah. <laughs> no, that makes sense. That makes me even sadder, though, when we think about what we were talking about earlier with the veal. Oh, gosh. That's really fucked up. I made an offhand joke in the supermarket that cruelty tastes better. Which and was a joke. It was a joke. 
But we got on the veal topic, and neither of us enjoy veal, I think, as an idea or as a food stuff. It just doesn't taste good enough to justify the suffering. Yeah, it's the all suffering. chewy. Yeah. It's, like, sad. Like, when you're eating it, you're <laughs> sad, too. You know what I mean? Because you're like, this thing that I'm eating went, underwent horrible circumstances mm-hmm. to get to this point. I don't know. Do you think that since meat is no longer needed to survive, that anybody who eats it is a bad person? I think that that will be the case when we can 3D print meat. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like When we can just like grow our own meat. Welcome to Kinko's Butcher. What can I get you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, can I have uh, 40 grams of ham? Uh... Let's do let's do thirty grams of the, of the roasted chicken, mm. and um, what kind of soy cheese we got today? <laughs> Coming out of the soy cheese printer, <laughs> I guess printer. I was yeah. gonna try to go to a different office supply thing. I don't know. Soy cheese. The soy uh, cheese fax or fax machine. <laughs> the soy cheese scanner. <laughs> All right, give me your sample soy cheese, and we'll scan it in the scanner. <laughs> we'll recreate it. It's like Wonka Vision, but for shitty cheese substitutes. <laughs> Soy cheese? I've never had soy cheese. I think that's, yeah, I think that's what vegan cheese is, is soy cheese. Ugh. I don't think animal products are necessarily bad. Like, I think if you milk cows, as long as you're not, like, being a jerk to the cows, and just, like, let them be cows every once in a while, like, go hang out in the fields and moo and hang out with their little cow friends. You know, that's whatever. I think a lot of, you know, uh, industrialized agriculture isn't really like that. Yeah, that's which true. Which is sad, but... Like, all this stuff... Did you see, like, the chickens and stuff and the documentaries with, um... Oh, I don't give a shit about chicken. Oh, really? I don't give a shit about chicken. Why? They are stupid and annoying. They're not that stupid. They're really stupid. They're just a different form of intelligence than us, which is why... Oh they're more god. alien because they're from a different genus. Oh my god. It's like Gizmo. I wouldn't eat Gizmo. Yeah, but he has, like, a... Colin, a Colin has a parakeet named Gizmo. I wouldn't eat Gizmo... But Gizmo doesn't look delicious. Chickens look delicious. Okay, yeah, but 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 like, I guess that's socially ingrained. But still, yeah. I don't know. I don't think. I mean, if we lived in India, like we wouldn't think about eating cows, right? Because they're, that's so socially ingrained. It's very. It's true. the same thing with like, I don't know. But no, I pigs are really smart. Pigs, yeah. I feel the guiltiest about, and yeah. then cows, and then chicken, I feel no remorse for whatsoever. <laughs> and fish, are you kidding me? Have you ever been fishing? You could put a Cheeto on your hook <laughs> and catch a fish. Yeah, they're dumb. They're very idiotic. Fish are stupid. But, I don't know, I just think it's like, it's kind of harder for us to, like, empathize with birds, like chickens, and like, and even fish, because it's just, they're, they're on such a vastly different evolutionary chain tree than we are now. You know what I mean? Like, they've just gone down a different path in terms... Like, when we look at a dog or a cat, we can empathize better because they're from the same... They're mammals, you know what I mean? Like, Do you think the most majestic animals are mammals? Because this might be me, but I love birds of prey. I think they're the coolest ever things. And a lot I mean, of them master, you know, land, air, and sea, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I just... I respect them a lot. I don't know. Maybe even more than, like, a forest predator, like a tiger or something. I think yeah. birds of prey are really cool. I really enjoy birds, obviously, because I have a pet bird. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think a lot of sea creatures are incredibly interesting. I think octopi, or I, no, octopuses, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, there was, like, this thing I read about the correct plural the other day. Octopodes? Yeah, w- whatever <laughs> it is. 
I think they are like the, an example of just a really smart animal that just because of its lifespan is like never goes anywhere. I mean, they can't pass information down. They can't like really. They're so smart. I mean, have you ever seen like the the so, videos of them like solving pro- puzzles and stuff? Yeah, and like escaping their enclosures mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah I have. Like, but their lifespan is so short. They only live, like, two or three years. So you're saying if we could juice up an octopus. If we could make them live longer. Let's say, all right, here we go. Let's say we could juice up an octopus. All right, (laughs) what are we going to name him? Oof. Well, he'd have to have a PhD. Of course. So we could call him Dr. Octopus. Right, Dr. Octopus. You know, I think that might be copyright protected and we might get sued. Well, why? Because he's because he's, he's a philosophy professor? A, doctor, a doctorate philosophy teacher named Dr. Octopus? What are you talking about? Well, just because, he's, just because he's an octopus? Okay, listen, the word I think, octopus is copyrighted? I think it's a little racist that you're assuming because he's an octopus, his, his surname is therefore Octopus. Well, you know I, what? What? That's a little, you know, it's a little touchy there. He can really, he can really expand. He's a touchy guy because he's, you know, an octopus. He has lots of arms. It's true, he's got eight of them. So of suctiony stuff too. It's fine. It's fine. He's fine all right. Let's call him. Let's call him the Octoc. The Octoc. You know, because that's a little yeah. safer. Okay. Let's call him the Octoc. Well, because because through this process of us making him smarter and making him, you know, longer living and stuff, he's clearly going to, you know, pursue his PhD. Right. Sure. He's going to pursue the highest level of education absolutely. that he can. Think about him. it. He, think about. And he's going to waste it on a... philosophy because he's a naive young octopus. <laughs> Let's, let's say he's probably got four dominant arms, right? If he's got eight arms, mm-hmm. you know, compared to human... Four uh, dominant arms? Well, he'd have to walk, right? So okay. He, so, he'd have, so he'd have three dominant arms on each on each side, and then, like, like feet. <laughs> that he would slip into, like, I don't know, dockers? Well, no, because here's the thing. <laughs> heat death! Heat death! Heat death! Heat death is crazy. I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. It just makes sense, right? Sure. And you never think. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> heat death. For those of you who want to be existentially fucked out of your brains today, heat death is what occurs when all the molecules in the known universe slow the fuck down and go to their lowest state, and nothing's interacting with each other because of how vast space and time are. And so everything just kind of dies. There's no heat. So it's called heat death. It's because energy isn't infinite. Yeah. So, basically, at some point, everything that we currently know, and likely will ever know, will stop. Yeah. Honestly, sometimes it's kind of... It kind of helps me to think about heat death. Because you're like, I just talked to that girl and I made a complete ass of myself. Like, just a complete and utter ass of myself. As as you and I both are wont to do. Oh, of course. Uh Of course. And I just think, well, you know, someday all the molecules in the universe are going to be infinitely apart from each other. And that's not going to matter because everything's going to be dead. So whatever. (laughs) Just move on. Honestly, kind yeah. of kind of gets me through it there. In every shitty, shitty cloud of human experience, there's the silver lining of everything will eventually stop. Everything yeah. that is and was. Well, unless the rebound effect is a thing. Oh boy. 
I don't know what that is. That's like the idea that instead of heat death, because it, it, we actually miscalculated the expansion of the of the universe, and it comes back in on itself, and forms into a singular point, and then creates another big bang, and goes, and like expands and contracts, um, infinitely. Right. So we're probably not the first or the last. I kind of like that one better, just in terms of. It's less existentially terrifying, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. Also, if it's because infinite. After everything's gone, things come back. Yeah. So there just needs to be a period of nothing. I mean, I guess I get that. Like, if I'm being social all day, when I get home, I want to lay in bed with headphones on and speak to no one and just be perfectly still and listen to a mer- true crime podcast or some music I like or watch porn and I just want to like be completely <laughs> away from the just rest veg. of society right yeah. that's like your shutdown time yeah. you know what it's and good then, and then you get up the next day and you, mm-hmm. you big bang right out into the world yeah unless you big banged last night when you were watching porn well so that's a little tricky <laughs> I don't know I, I just like sometimes when you think of existential stuff you just gotta like dissociate from it you know what I mean and just kind of be like it is what it is. We're here now. We're going to die way before that happens. I know. It's great. So we don't even have to worry yeah. about it. We don't have to witness that shit. I mean, you don't think about life before you're born. So you're not mm-hmm. going to think about life after you're dead. It's just going to be like... I suppose. Over. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. I mean, here's the crazy thing. is like, even history... Even with history, we learn history based on... How other people tell it. Oh my god, I think about that all the time. Here's what I mean, like, memories... Even memories within your own brain. Every time you remember something, you're not remembering that exact thing. You're Mm -hmm. remembering the last time you remembered it. Yeah. So everything just gets skewed and screwed up and clouded and... Well, think about the personal biases that have just, like, distorted events in the past that are in textbooks that we teach our children and that are reputable, quote-unquote, sources. Like... I mean, I think really what has really brought this into a lot of people's minds recently is the whole spread of everything. Like, just how everything's available on the internet. And there's no prioritizing mm-hmm. of importance anymore. Of like, mm-hmm. like you, In the past, people would say stuff, and it would just fall away if it wasn't important. And if it was important, people would repeat it, right? Mm-hmm. But, but now, because the internet exists, everything just is in, as important as everything else. Because, you know, everything's published on the same platform. So... Harder to get rankings. Um, yeah. And that the same thing goes for truth. Mm-hmm. It's hard to... Determine. Well, what do you know? I mean, wh- how in, in, a, in a place where everything is in the same, like, sphere, how do you properly differentiate what is reputable and what isn't, you know? That's very true. So, I don't know. It's an interesting concept. In short, everything's going to stop. We're going to die before it stops. And just believe the entirety of the internet. Yeah, everything on the internet you, is true. Yeah, all of it. Every single thing you read on the internet is true. You know those two things that you read on the internet that contradict each other? They're both, both right. true. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Believe it or not, both are equally true. Yeah. Because truth isn't real. And, yeah, you're right. Nothing's real. Nothing matters. We are... We don't exist. Well, on that cheery note... <laughs> 
could you imagine right now if literally tomorrow mm-hmm. a zombie infection broke out i'd die i mean i probably would too i don't have much faith in myself in that in regard. a zombie I'd, apocalypse you know i've shot a gun a few times i'm a good shot i don't think i am i i was decent at with a shotgun but well that's hard, <laughs> shotgun. That's hard to be bad with a shotgun <laughs> I mean, and I guess aside, it depends. Aside from that, like, you'd want to shoot as little as possible. Yeah. Because of the sound. Sound. I don't know if that would attract him, or just For sure. the value of armor, or I mean, of ammunition. Yeah. You know? I think sound would be an issue in a zombie. Have you ever read uh, Mark Brooks' Zombie Survival Guide? Mm-mm. It's a good book. You'd like it. Or Max Brooks, I think it is. The guy that wrote World War Z. You should read right. that, too. Because you haven't read that, right? You need to read that. Okay. It's so good. Okay. Um... Colin always tells me to uh, ingest certain media products, and I just say okay and move on with it. But you do sometimes, sometimes, and are like, wow, you're right. And sometimes we do. Um, But yeah, like, it depends, I guess, if they were, like, fast zombies or slow zombies, right? Like, if they were fast zombies, I would be completely boned immediately. Like, there's just nothing I could do to stop a fast zombie. Mm. Right? Because they're clearly going to be stronger than you if they're fast zombies. If they're running really Most quickly. Likely. They'll yeah. have their muscle fibers reinforced intact. with something. Or, or yeah. just intact. Mm-hmm. And with the human brain kind of disabled. Yeah, they can just It's just being driven on the one emotion. You know? You could probably compare them to, like, world-class athletes. Yeah. Yeah, then I would be 100% fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, what could you even do? Like, if something's stronger than you, there's just nothing you can do. Barricade yourself in. With a shotgun. But that's that's just a time bomb. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends if, like, they starved, too. Like, Interesting. Like, like yeah. how they... Like, you could potentially starve them out if you had, like, canned food and stuff. But I, it would also depend on, like, if they could eat regular food sources, you know, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's so many factors. If they'd go for livestock. Yeah. But, luckily, that's probably not going to happen. Probably. And, uh, <laughs> even if it does, at least there's heat death. Yeah. Yeah, so we and can yeah, all look forward all, to heat death. It's all fine. Yeah. Because heat death. Right, of course. <laughs> I feel like with your expertise with zombies, or expertise with zombies, you would have some sort of, sort of advantage, though. I don't know, I mean... Well, you know to run Here's the thing, like, of course I'd knife in the first round. Right. Obviously. You don't shoot your gun a single time. Of course. Let them break down four barriers, get your full refill. You gotta have that... Re- then you're at 13-20 at the end of the first round, right? You gotta fire four shots in, too. Don't forget, on that first round, you get four free shots uh-uh, uh-uh, for extra points. You start shooting round two. Oh, come you on. Don't, you don't shoot round one. Round no. one, you get It's four a single free, knife. You get 40 points. You're right wasting there. ammo. Oh, but you can let him out and re- redo the thing. That's you're fine. You're going to run out of ammo. If you shoot first round, you're going to run out of ammo. Well, yeah. Guaranteed. Of course. And then by third round, when it's actually helpful to shoot them. Hmm. Oh, that, now you're saying then you're fucked then. as much. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. But uh, you got to maximize them points, man. That's important. Of course. And, you know, meleeing is the best way to do that. So I don't know what I would use exactly to do so. I guess we have a chef's knife I could probably... I could probably we have uh, quite a few knives. I wonder what the bread's knife would do. Probably nothing. That's more like for like a disposal type thing. Like I suppose. But are, do you think up. you'd have to dismember the zombie after you kill it? I mean, I'd assume that you. I'd assume the head would stay animated, right? Because if they're zombies, that means parts of them can be destroyed and they can keep going, right? Yeah, so the if, head would be the part you'd have to kill. Yeah, like in Walking Dead. So, like, if you cut the head off, 
I mean, clearly you'd like. St- I feel like that's where the concentration of whatever it was would be highest too. So like, if you're just if you're like disposing them, like if you have like a fortress, and there's just like dead zombies everywhere, like it's probably a good idea to cut the heads off and like get rid of them somewhere else. Just burn them. Just burn the whole corpse. All think, the corpses. Yeah, but what if it's airborne? If you burn it, I suppose. Yeah, that's a good point. So. I mean, I, that's why I'm saying you should, like, bury the heads and, like, burn the bodies. Because if the heads are highest concentration of whatever virus or whatever thing it is... I guess if it's a virus, then it's... It just depends what it is, right? Like, if it's, like, a mushroom thing. Yeah, but we're not going to know what it is while it's happening. That's true. Well, I'm sure we'd find out if we survived long enough, which we wouldn't. <laughs> right, exactly. Because <laughs> we'd be dead in the first night. Yeah. yeah. For real. I wonder if they like guts... Because if they eat guts, that's the worst way to go. I feel you like... Know, they pull you out, this pull your stomach out. Mm-hmm. Because you feel all that. Oof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be awful. Harsh. I wonder how much... Like, how effective would it be if... So say you made zombies... So say, like, you had, like, a, a programmed virus that you made to make zombies, right? Sure. How, what would you tweak I their... don't. For the record, I, I, I don't have that. I don't have, <laughs> oh, okay, no, yeah. I don't. Steve does not have. I do not have a programmable, programmable zombie virus. And we're totally not just brainstorming ways to make it better right no, now. No, of course not. That's not the plan. <laughs> Please continue. The plan is much more complex. Please continue that. this purely hypothetical. Um, what, like, aggressiveness level would you set it to? And, like, or, like, hunger level, right? Because, like, at some point when they're eating, they're just destroying what they're eating, Right. So do you make it so it's just, like, a chomp, and then they become a zombie, and then they, like, leave it alone because it's becoming a zombie? Or do you make it so, like, it, it chomps, and it just keeps going and going and going forever? Because eventually it would just destroy whatever it's trying to make and defeat the purpose of transmission, like, transmitting the, whatever, the zombie virus, you know? You know so if you're trying to infect the whole world, then you'd make it... Just a chomp and yeah, then move on. right, but if you're trying to destroy the world, mm-hmm. you'd want it to eat everything. You know, like uh, but like, then like nematodes. It, but you'd want, it, you'd want zombie nematodes. But wouldn't it like put itself out of commission quicker if it did that, right? Because like it wouldn't. Sp- I, I guess it also depends if it's like airborne or stuff. If it's airborne, that's it. It's over. Yeah, there's like nothing you can do at that point. Mm-hmm. Or or if it's or if it's like in the water, like the amount of filtering and like preparation you'd have to do. It's just unreasonable for the majority of it those depends. people. Have you seen those life straws? I think they were on Shark Tank. I saw them. I heard that they were, like, fake, though. That they had issues. Oh, interesting. No. It's like a device you dip into any body of water and you can drink it and yeah. it'll purify as you're sucking it up through well, the filters. I should rephrase. I heard that it takes... It's so... You so often have to replace the filter that it's basically useless. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Especially but, if it's filtering at that high of a level. And it's because it's a high enough small. level where you could drink, like, urine yeah. and it'd be water. Yeah. You wouldn't even taste it. Yeah. From reviews I've heard. But I could... videos I've seen. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. Like, I don't know. But, yeah. Zombie apocalypse, in short, we'd be dead. Pretty quickly. For sure. At least right now. But then there's heat death. But then there's heat death. And it doesn't even matter because heat death. <laughs> See? That's why Heat Death rocks. Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it. See you later, alligators. Uh, Yeah, this has been Aptly Named, a new podcast that we're trying out. We hope it's fun and you enjoy it. And uh, After a while, crocodiles. 
I'm Steve. I'm, I'm Colin. Have a good night. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What if they don't listen to it at night? What do you oh, mean? no. I said have a good night. What if they listen to it in the morning? Have a good... <laughs> have a good... <laughs> Bye! Have a good... <laughs>